So you guys drove up here. Any any problems coming up? Straight shot, no problem finding the place. I drove in the slow lane, and I was driving seventy seventy six, and was getting flying. Seventy six in the slow lane. Me. Yep, yep. Everybody's flying past wow. me. Wow! Did the little sign outside help you to to find me? No, your lights on. Help me. Oh, yes. my lights on. Yes. Okay. Did you see the little sign? Yes. I did not yes. see the little yes. sign. Did some couple of you saw? All right, <laughs> cool. It's it's our little caricatures. My wife was so cool. She she did that. She did little things like you're a dork. I'll make this thing. You'll appreciate this. And she's right. I do appreciate it. So. <laughs> All right, we got the Finley, Fort Finley. I almost screwed that up already. Fort Finley Play Shop. Playhouse? Playhouse. Playhouse. Fort Finley Playhouse. Uh, I try and keep everybody's name straight, but I have a tiny brain, and I can't remember everything. So, um, And you guys are doing your Christmas show? We are. Yeah, what is it? It's something a little bit different, a little bit fun, right? What is it? Yeah, we're doing It's a Wonderful Life, a live radio play. Okay. So, not It's a Wonderful Life. The live radio play portion. This, you guys are the third group that we've had that are, have done a uh, radio play. So that's always kind of different and unique in that regard. Oh, by the way, this is Stage Door Theater Podcast hosted by a couple of average guys. And it's just me today with uh, three lovely young ladies, right? You're all like under 20, it looks like. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so the radio portion of the play, is everybody just going to be standing around the stage? Well, there'll be some movement around the stage. It'll be like we're in a 1940s radio show, uh-huh. and it'll be kind of a play within a play where we are all moving about and coming up to our microphones to talk about our, and and do our little portions of the show. Is there a stationary microphone that everybody will have to go up to then? or Yes. Are you all yes. wired and we can hear you anyway? Well, they will be, um, I don't know if they'll actually have mics, but there will be a standing mic as a prop. Since gotcha. It's a oh, it's a prop. Studio. It's like a pseudo mic. Yeah. It doesn't actually work, but it all you guys... It probably won't work, but we gotcha. will pretend like it works. Yes. Well, that's good. Yeah. Because you're actors. You can pretend. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so the show, I, I... So we did It's a Wonderful Life maybe two years ago on this podcast. And at that point in time, I had not seen the show. And I promised them that I would see the show. And I'm a liar. I still have not seen this show ever, like the well, movie. You've never seen the movie? No, I know. Okay. No, I've never seen wow. this show. Okay. I mean, I think I'm the only person on the planet who hasn't seen it at this oh, point. Oh, well, time. guess what? You have an opportunity now. Right. That's right. Yeah, you got to come see us. Yes. I, lo- I love Finley. We went down there. I have family down there, and I've seen lots of shows down there. I love the uh, theater itself because it's small, and mm-hmm. I love being on top of the performers when they're playing, so I... I, I encourage anybody who's thought about going to see finley to to go and enjoy that setup that you guys have there i feel like it's a very intimate setup just everybody is so cozy cozy and close and it's a wonderful environment it's a wonderful life environment exactly exactly (laughs) (laughs) abby uh, what's the worst seat in the building there the worst yeah. seat. Yeah. I guess it depends on the experience that you want to have. Someone like you that wants to be like right there in yeah. the center. Yeah, I had bought front great. row and I was like oh, on yeah. the stage. I mean, you're basically in the show then, but some I people was. don't like that. I pulled my legs so, back. I was nervous. Yeah, yeah. So like, some people, some people wouldn't like that, but I, I really like the the last row. Yeah. In in the theater, but which is like a front row. Yeah, pretty much. Still, Honestly, it still, is. So. Yeah. Do we have to tell people what the show's about? You think we probably should a little um, bit? It, I guess. I, I mean, it really follows the the movie. If but not everybody's movie. seen the movie, right? right? Apparently, so apparently, <laughs> so refresh my memory. What this is, Ashley, real fast. 
Well, for those who don't know, it follows George Bailey, his life when he was a child, all the way up to the day he decides he wants to kill himself. So you're saying wow. it in flashback. I know, I Very know. Christmassy already. Yes, yes. It's, it's a very cheerful movie about committing suicide. Or not. Or not, or not. Because that, that's why it is a hopeful movie and a classic, because he does not kill himself. And that is because of divine intervention. Does he actually consider that? Is that like Absolutely. really the part of the story? Yes, this is actually a really dark story. Which oh my gosh. It always surprises yeah. me when like, people are like, this is my favorite Christmas movie, because it's, it's really depressing in my opinion. But the ending is what makes it worth it. I didn't know that. I honestly thought it was just a, well, I'm woe is me. What if I wasn't born? Not a woe is me. Maybe I should off myself. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, this is coming off of World War II. You're, you're dealing oh. with serious issues here. Oh, what issues were serious in this show? Well, um, besides World War II. Well, besides World War II, <laughs> you have George Bailey, who his life has gone downhill. And he has not achieved the things that he wanted to achieve. Mm. But he's making the best of it that he can in his small town. But then something happens, and it looks like he might end up in jail. And that's kind of his uh, breaking point. And he realizes that he's better off, or he's worth more dead than alive. Wow. So, yeah. Like, worth more dead, like, actually, like, he has an insurance policy? Yeah, exactly. Oh, exactly. really? Exactly. Oh, my gosh. Maybe I should watch this. It actually you does should. sound better than I thought. You know, I saw, the, I saw the, the movie with the guy from Stranger Things where he played Santa. I thought that was pretty cool. Oh. It was, a, it was that killer slasher one that came out last Christmas. Nobody saw that? No, Just me? Know. Okay. No, no. So, obviously, I like a little dark, a <laughs> little scary, little things like that. And if there's a Christmas theme around it, even better, I guess, for me. I didn't know that's what it was. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. That is kind of uh, interesting. And why is this a Christmas story? It takes place around Christmas time. So it's like Gremlins? Just because it's around Christmas time, it's a Christmas movie? The final scene is Christmas Eve, so voila, it's a Christmas movie. Uh, Okay. (laughs) All righty. So this is a staged uh, radio reading thing. So what what is somebody going to be witnessing in this situation that is going to be a lot different, I would imagine, than if they were to... Has any, does anybody do this show just as a show? Have you guys done it just as a show in Finley? Other ever? theaters do, but... Yeah, but you guys aren't doing that. May I ask why you've attempted not to do that version and why you went with the radio version instead? Well, that wasn't my call, oh. but... <laughs> <laughs> I love that they're doing the radio show, though, because I think the 1940s is such an interesting time, and I like this twist because it is a play within a play. So the actors are going to be pretending to be 1940s radio actors, and the set is going to be a 1940s radio station. Uh-huh. So if you like podcasts, I think you might be interested in that setup yeah. as well. And they are performing as if it is a radio show. So vocally, you're going to hear actors playing different characters. Mm-hmm which I think is really interesting and a great stretch for our actors because there's a lot of things that they have to do. Jill, what do you, do you you play multiple parts in the show then? Actually, I got really fortunate. I only have to have one part so I don't have to worry about changing my voice. (laughs) And (laughs) what is that part? What are you doing? Um, I'm George Bailey's wife in the show. So I get to play Mary Bailey. Yes, Mary Bailey. And and, uh, Ashley, what are you doing in the show? I'm the director. You're the director. I I thought you implied just then that the, the actors and you were like, you didn't say me. So I was wondering if that was the case. Yeah, no, but I have to say, Jill is also playing young Mary. You do have that scene as well. So young Mary and and Mary. And Mary. Yes. yes. There's is there an old Mary? I'm Mary through the ages. So as this story has a bunch of flashbacks of George growing up, um, I get to play his counterpart. 
um, okay. as the young Mary. So we're kids growing up together. And then oh, as we get a little older um, in the teenage years and we're kind of dating. And then as we get married, as we have kids. Uh, so as the whole story goes on, I get to portray Mary in all these different ages. Why does George regret what's going on? It sounds like he's already got something amazing going on just with you. Well, George is... Um, the entire town is is kind of overrun by a very think of him as the Scrooge. Oh. He is trying to overrun the town and own everything in the town. And oh, he's so the George, bad guy. No, no, George isn't the Potter is oh. the bad guy. George is trying to stand up against Potter. Oh, and so Potter is trying to overrun the town. George is trying to be the man to stand up to him, and then George hits a big financial hiccup. Gotcha. That because Potter isn't going to just let this slide, exactly. And so, rather than letting Potter take over the town, George is considering suicide in order to be more worth worth more dead than alive so he can help save the town. Oh my god, this is way more complex than I ever thought it was. Yeah, it's not, it's not your simple like Hallmark movie. Nobody (laughs) shows any of these clips at all when they're advertising for this movie. I don't think it's the the same shot all the time is him running in the snow at the end and saying whatever he says. What's he say? Every time a Bell rings, an angel gets its wings. That's what he says? <laughs> that's what his daughter says. That's what his daughter says sound like end. that to me. <laughs> I feel like that's the line that everybody everyone Well, that one is definitely one. That's what that's yeah. from. I just yeah. see yeah. again. I love being kind of naive in the world and not knowing that that's where that came from was from that movie. But he, he's running down the streets saying stuff. Isn't he? And the snow's falling. It's all in black and white. And he's like, I'm alive. I'm alive. What's he say? Anybody know? Something like that. Something like Something I'm alive. to that effect. Oh, yeah. thank goodness I didn't yeah. off myself. Yay. <laughs> didn't <laughs> <you> <laughs> <something like that? laughs> What's like, interesting is, is the third act is really kind of like a Christmas carol. Third act? The third act of the movie. This has three acts, this show? This play? Movies are three acts. Oh. Structure. Okay. So the third act is when George has the flashback to see what life would be like without him. So then you're seeing Shades of a Christmas Carol where Scrooge was seeing what life would be like if things were different and things like that. So just loose inspiration there. Loose inspiration is the Christmas Carol. like it, the... it, In that third act when George is seeing what life would be like without him. And gotcha. so, so that whole running through the snow is, reminds me of Scrooge when Scrooge realizes, oh, I'm alive. I have a second chance. So these, is there are there ghosts that take him back in time? And There's an angel. An angel. Clarence. Okay. Who's, who's, okay. So Clarence? Clarence the angel has to earn his wings. Oh, jeez. Okay. <laughs> All right. So Clarence comes back or does not comes back. I guess the angels don't come back, do they? Comes are, down. Comes down. There we go. Comes down through the sky, I guess. And then says, snap out of it. I mean, he's and he's a special chosen one for some reason to, to actually get intervened upon, obviously. Yes. Well, we, we need a little comedic relief. It's kind of a dark story. Oh, is he, yeah. is so, he funny? The angel yeah, funny? Yes, oh, yes. okay. I didn't know that. I just, I was, like bedazzled. It's just silly. The devil's funny. You know, that kind of stuff. Maybe. I don't know. We don't know. Have you seen Bedazzled? It's good. You should see it if you haven't seen no, that one. So, no. All right. So Fort Finley itself, though, you guys do a ton of shows, obviously, and you guys are constantly pump, pumping out things. And, and I know we already uh, said some nice things about the theater uh, earlier, but um, Ashley, why do you direct for these guys? I mean, what what makes Finley so amazing to, to do work with? Well, this is actually my first show oh, with good, them, good. so I'm really excited. And the people are great. So, like the first show directing or first show all together? Oh, first show with Fort Finley Playhouse. Uh-huh. But... 
So you've directed before. I have, yeah. yeah. Perrysburg Musical Theater, uh, Perrysburg Youth Summer Theater. Gotcha. Yeah. I've, I know those people. Yeah. <laughs> but you haven't actually performed for Fort Finley in the past either? No. So they came, they probably recruited you. They probably saw you up at Perrysburg and were like, this lady here, we're going to go have him, her, her do this show, I bet. Well, they had me apply. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> to make sure you were legit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and to take a drug test to do this show too? I can't reveal that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine, Abby. So you, you're, are you a seasoned uh, Finley performer down there? Um, this is my third show at oh, the wow. Playhouse. So getting involved. There. Getting involved. So. Are you new to the performing down there, or is this just? Yeah, did you used to do a bunch of shows and then come back? Like I, I studied theater at the University of Finley. Oh, and so I do shows. Um, I help teach at the Marathon Center down there, and oh. it's just a great group. You were of- just hiding over there, like you weren't a big deal. <laughs> She's just like, oh, I just kind of went to school for this, went, you know, majored in it, w- yeah. do some stuff. You work at the Marathon Performing Arts Center down there? Is that so? um, I, I work there part-time as a house manager, and then I also teach uh, youth theater club and camps in the summer. Oh, so wow. there's just a great group of, of theater people in Finley. Yeah. It's all kind of And you got Wayne down there now, too. Yes. So, Absolutely. So He's Wayne, great. Wayne is, is, oh my gosh, what, what a guy who's done so many things in just the world. Yeah. You know, so then you got him to go down. He's down there. He's like, the, is he the TD? Is that what he is down there? Um, technical I know he director? Does, he does production management yeah, lots all that of, stuff lots so he's stuff. running the show behind the scenes yeah yep, and, he and, tells me what to do oh and you, you do the house is that what you said yeah yep What's i'll that manage mean? the house um patrons house. Gotcha. audience members gotcha um, so if i go see stuff. the show down in the at marathon i'll see you for sure probably then probably sometimes it's part-time so i don't do every show there and you're not you're not there every me. single opening night probably no i wish <laughs> i wish i'd rather do that and then you <laughs> do the job, camp so. stuff too down there again finley man finley with their yeah, theater there's I, a lot of stuff going on well in the high school too the high school's kind of a got a great thing going on as well there so so jill you you must be the one who's done 100 shows there then right uh no <laughs> Breaking out on everything. <laughs> no, that's all right. Um, uh, this is my third show with the Fort Finley Playhouse as well. Okay. Um, my third show performing, I should say. Uh, I've had held lots of different roles um, at the Playhouse. Uh, I really love the people there. It's been a wonderful group to work with. And I um, have a Christmas theme going on. So I did Miracle on 34th Street with them. Oh. And then I did uh, White Christmas last year with them. And now It's a Wonderful Life. So... I just they, like I can Christmas. tell you though, uh, Fort Finley is they mix it up with their Christmas shows mm-hmm. because I saw them do a Christmas story. Not I, I want to say it was not that long ago, but it probably was because time flies by real quick. But they, they are always doing different holiday shows instead of like, hey, we're gonna do the same Christmas show because we know if we do this show, uh, people are gonna come, they're gonna spend all the money, they're gonna do what they're gonna do. So I think this is a, a great thing that they're doing is is a radio show. And that is completely out of the ordinary, I think, for you know a Christmas time deal. Abby, uh, do you have lots of roles? I'm the assistant director. Oh my so. gosh! So you're the assistant director. You're the director, and we got one performer here who does one thing. <laughs> <laughs> so how many people are in this show, Ashley? There are six actors. Oh, there's only six. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So I don't feel so bad. Then we got quite a few people here for a, a show that only has six people at that. You expecting to sell out quite a bit? Yes. I think so. you will too, because yeah. the theater's not enormous, and it's, it's cozy. Christmas, yeah, yeah, it's Christmas, and it's a wonderful life. So who isn't gonna go, right? Uh, the sound effects and all that kind of stuff. You're gonna tell me about those, Jill? 
Oh, yeah. The sound effects are really neat um, because we are sitting in a 1940s uh, radio station. Mm-hmm. They are having a whole table set up of just props. So you get to watch as they try to make all these different sound effects for people walking through the snow or crickets at night or people slamming doors. And uh, How far in the, into the rehearsals are you? Um, we're about... Uh, our total rehearsal is about six weeks, so we're probably about two or three weeks in. That's it? So have you have you encountered the sound effects-y things yet? We just got them this week, so oh. it's been kind of fun trying to work them into some of the rehearsals. Like, what were some of the things you had? Like, you just said crunching snow. Do you know, is that one something? Is that like a box of cornflakes or something? What that's is that? exactly that's what it is. Are you kidding me? No, that's right. <laughs> I'm a natural-born exactly Foley is. person, exactly. <laughs> I just threw that. Out. Really, it's a box of cornflakes. Yep, it really is. Okay, any any like weird ones that you can think of off top? Is, do you two know as the directing people? Do you know what all the sound effects are going to be in the show? There was an interesting one: um, a comb using like a fine-toothed comb mm-hmm. for the sound of crickets. Really, we discovered that one. We thought it was. Interesting. Do they supply any, like, this is what we could do? Because obviously you purchase the rights to the show. And do they tell you this is going to be here and this is a device you can use to do that? Or do you have to figure it? There's no. ideas in the back ideas? of the script of, like, okay. you could use this for this sound effect. Okay. So that's very helpful. Can I can I suggest something weird and off the wall? I mean, maybe just have something that doesn't make sense at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so if it were, instead of being a cricket, you could use, like, a... A horn for the cricket. And be like, what was that? <laughs> I don't know. Just an idea. Just to be dumb. Just to be dumb when something was supposed to be an obvious door creak. And then you have some sort of weird sound for it instead. Like a kazoo. Just to keep people guessing. Yeah. And be like, what? And the Because you guys are kind of just a, a, a radio station, right? That it's, Would they have all this stuff back in the day? Absolutely. Oh, they would? You should look up some of the Foley videos. It's really cool. So they just have every single possible prop almost huh, when they're going to do these oh, stories. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They would have like a little tiny door that they would open and shut. <laughs> it's awesome. Like a little mouse door? That well, well like, like this big, like, I don't know, two feet. Yeah. So when they were opening and shutting doors in the scene, yeah, it would it, make a... Yeah. Do you have one of those? We have a little one, but we're actually going to use a real size door. A real, okay, a real size door and a little door? Probably not the little door. I didn't like the sound the little door was making. Is so. too much too dollhousey? It didn't snap right. It didn't have that nice click sound. Gotcha. But the real door does. Okay, well, how do people get their tickets for this show? So you can get tickets <laughs> <laughs> online. Um, you can visit. Uh, just I like how everybody looked at each other like, hey, you say <laughs> Yeah, you can visit the Fort Finley website and uh, you can go to tickets on the website and order your tickets right so online. So fortfinley.org, fortfinley.facebook, fortfinley. fortfinleyplayhouse.org. Fortfinley Playhouse. There we go. I can't forget the Playhouse part of what's going on here. So anything else you guys want to say about the show? I, I mean, I don't want to rattle on forever myself, but I also don't want to cut you off. So if there's any cool stuff that you want to talk about. I mean, I, I'm really excited about the Foley sounds, and we're just playing around with that. But I think if you have any interest in what a 1940s radio station would be like and watching sounds being made in real time, we will have some pre-recorded sounds. But I'm really excited about the sound effects because we have our stage manager character who is like running, and she has whistles. And right now we're playing around with a baking sheet to be like thunder. So like we're doing all this. So this is like you're seeing the movies, like yeah, shaking like that. So you'll you'll have like this behind the scenes look while the performance is happening, which I think is really cool. 
Okay. So is George amazing? Is Does he just do one part? I should ask that question. George, I figured George has probably got enough lines to memorize for himself, right? Yeah. George and Mary are just George and Mary. Just George and Mary. And then everybody else is the rest of the entire town. It's incredible listening to some of these actors. They are playing like five, six, seven characters. I mean, really? it just feels like they're playing so many characters and then they're having conversations with themselves, bouncing back and forth between, I'm this character, no, I'm this character. And I'm this <laughs> oh, character. so no, one person character. is playing two characters in the same scene. Yes, yes. and oh, they'll be having fine. conversations. Talking with talking to himself. himself. And it's, yep. it's like very that. interesting how talented they all are at making themselves back and forth between characters. It's like an they animated really film. Yeah, it's like people. It's like you know the Simpsons, where they got one guy who does all the voices for all you know Homer and the Doctor and all the other things. They they got to do the same thing. Only now we get to see on stage all of you up there being kind of like an animated film, going from back and forth between your characters. Yeah, I love it'll that. definitely be a different experience for audiences to watch because the actors are not you know physically acting out all of these scenes. They're just you know they're going up to the microphones and. And just using their voices to tell this story, so yeah. it'll be really. But it's different. a place like watching a movie. Then obviously, same yeah. kind of deal. Where they're a, a different experience. So I think it'll be unique and fun. For do the people to do see. the people who have to play the bajillion characters, do, or even just you, Jill, too? Like, do you get to have your script in front of you? We do. I was going to say, why, what's the point? It's a radio thing. You don't need to actually memorize as much, probably, right? Yeah. There are certain sections we want to memorize just to give the audience a little better experience and right. getting to see some of the intimate moments and things like that. But it, in general, yes, uh, we are a radio station, so we can have our scripts with us. Right. No, but I was just curious, especially the people who have multiple things where they could just be flipping through, like, okay, now here's this one, here's this one, here's this one, and bouncing all over the place. And it's not going to deter from the viewing audience if they have this script because it's they understand. They understand this is this is a radio show. It's not a play. Because <laughs> could you imagine if it's an actual play and people walking around with their both scripts in front of them? <laughs> I'm not buying it, man. I'm not buying. It. I'm not feeling the if you are the character with yeah. that book in front of your face. So so lots of voices, lots of different people doing different crazy things. When's the show? It opens. Uh- December seventh, and it runs the seventh through the tenth, and the fourteenth through the seventeenth. Awesome! Go to go to fortfinleyplayhouse dot org. Get your tickets. Uh, it will sell out fast because it's a holiday show, and Fort Finley uh, sells out anyway. So you guys can't mess around if you want to go and see the show. Make sure you take the time right now and go and do that because you guys are. This is the kickoff to all of our holiday seasony stuff. You guys are the second Christmas episode we've had. We might have another one because I just love Christmas. So we're just gonna. Jam it down everybody's faces, whether they want it or not. So, <laughs> thank you for coming all the way up here, though. The only other thing I wanted to mention yeah. real fast yeah. is tickets are extremely reasonable. They're only $15 a seat. Oh, nice. Uh, which is really nice. And so, you can afford to take your family and come see a good show. And they should to come take the whole family and bring it because it's a dark, dark story. No. <laughs> With a happy ending. <laughs> With a happy ending, though. Yeah. But it, it always is. It always is a good time. Get dressed up. Come see the show. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I didn't drink enough of my gin. <laughs> I was too busy chatting. <laughs> <laughs>